0: Word Radio on Demand,
1: 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, streaming live at wordradio.com. Now we will get to our guest because we have some interesting things to talk about, and we're going to talk about them with Akiyemi Bajulaye. He is the founder of of Pentridge Media. And he is here to talk to us about AI. And by that, you know, I always have to say this when we're talking about Philadelphia. We don't mean Alan Iverson. We mean artificial intelligence. Welcome, me. How are you today?
0: I'm good, Tonya. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is, the, this is the other AI.
1: Right, exactly. Now, here, you know, I've got to ask you, first of all, tell us a little bit about Pentridge Media, first of all, uh, and what you do.
0: so, Pentridge Media is uh, an AI-powered marketing, automation, and uh, content service. It grew out of uh, a content house that I manage uh, here in West Philadelphia called Pentridge Manor. Mm -hmm. And it started actually as a editing and sort of social media management um, type of service. And I noticed that as I was doing service delivery for people, that I would use a lot of AI tools. And um uh, I've also you know I hosted a podcast uh for about four years that I, I was doing the um editing for. And so even off of that podcast, I noticed I would cut down the amount of time I'd spend on post production by 60, 70 percent. And so that um sort of encouraged me to lean more into this AI space and everything kind of happening with um those technologies and then it kind of evolved into this uh you know service that helps. Basically, businesses do more in less time. And uh, and that's sort of how it's landed where it's at today. But we uh, target mostly like small, medium-sized, like service businesses, helping them to create systems that uh, enable growth.
1: mean, let me ask you, because I think that there is a lot of fear. There's a lot of confusion about what AI is. And it, it also seems like, you know, we were all sailing along fine in life, and then all of a sudden everybody was talking about AI and it seemed as though it was everywhere. Where, where did, where did all, why did this become such a priority seemingly all of a sudden? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so, so the AI, the term AI is an artificial intelligence is, is a very broad term. And it's uh, when you hear about it in the media, especially when we've heard about it over the last year and a half, it's usually referring more so to a uh, conversational and, Gener- generative AI. And I say a lot of that started with, uh, chat GPT coming mm-hmm. into conversation. Chat GPT has kind of become almost like the Uber of AI in a way. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you may be using a, even a different kind of conversational AI, but you might, you might still say, you know, chat GPT at this point. And so some, it's something that has now become very democratized that average person is able to use these tools in order to Save time um do more whether it's in their personal life, their businesses, their you know professional life, and so because it's uh the, being democratized, that's a large part of why it's been coming into um sort of the forefront in the media and also now where this conversation around how does it impact people's day to day lives um also occur. and then we of course we know about all of these like uh movies that we've seen and T V shows like the iRobots and things of that nature. So when you hear the term artificial intelligence, you kinda of immediately get concerned because you know, you've kind of heard about these dystopian, you know, doomsday um scenarios. And uh that's definitely something, you know, for us to get into.
1: Well, so when you talk about dystopian and doomsday scenarios, one of those dystopian and doomsday scenarios is that everything in our lives will be regulated by uh, robots and, you know, people will almost become obsolete in some of these scenarios. And you mentioned iRobot, where, you know, basically this uh, army of robots was uh, taking over uh, seemingly a lot of things that were happening in the world. Are we getting far ahead of ourselves in terms of AI or should we be concerned? Concerned about what the future may be.
0: So I, I was, I have a very balanced perspective on this, and in, in that, with anything new, it's important to you know do the research on it, have a healthy skepticism. But just throughout history, we've seen these technological shifts. Whether it was back in the industrial revolution, whether it was in the dot com era, and so it's important that we are leaning into the changes that are happening in society, and also kind of shift our perspective to our relationship with it. And so for a lot of people, they look at it as, oh, AI is coming to replace my my job, AI is coming to, to take over. However, um, not enough of us are looking at it from the standpoint of how can this enhance what I'm currently doing, or how can this propel me um, and, and help me grow, whether it's my business whether it's you know my my personal you know productivity and so that's kind of the way I, I encourage people to look at it more um sort of ai but combined with you know our own our own intelligence in the long term who knows necessarily what that what that looks like however it's also important to realize that ai is here and this technology is continuing to to progress and it's moving very quickly. And so the real concern is more about the digital divide that is happening when um, people in in communities don't um, truly start to, Understand and and learn about the implications of the technology,
1: and that's what I was going to ask you. Are there things that we should be concerned about uh, as African Americans? Because it feels like, in some way, shape, or form, there's always been a move to replace us and figure out how to take our our, our secret sauce, so to speak, and uh, have other people generate it. So, should we be concerned more, or should we appreciate it more? Because there may be things within the AI landscape that can can uh, make us do certain things better as African-Americans.
0: Absolutely. I believe we should be a part of the conversation and make sure that we're at the table. You know, when I think about these companies like OpenAI, which is founder of um, uh, ChatGBT, and um, and some of these other um, large uh, AI companies that have come about, it's a, a relatively small group of people who are making these decisions that have so many implications for, you know, on the world. And so it's uh, it's very important that our communities are part of the conversation, even when it comes down to the way these models are being created. uh, You can see some of the biases that exist when I'm using some of these tools. And um, and this is something that we've we've kind of seen throughout throughout history. And and part of that is because it's uh, our perspectives you know, our diversity isn't being taken into consideration or isn't, or we're not a part of, you know, enough, a part of the conversation. And so that is where I kind of like push and say, like, we need to lean into this and and be a part of that conversation.
1: So in order for us to be a part of the conversation, uh, what is it that we are going to need to do when it comes to artificial intelligence?
0: So, So it starts really with, you know, the news that you're consuming, you know, starting to you consume the news, starting to learn these different tools or play around with these different tools, you know, understand how they work, understand how it can um, really, like I mentioned, you know, when I first started using, uh, there was like a particular tool uh, that decreased the amount of time to edit my podcast by 60, 70%, I start seeing like how um, much of an impact some of these tools on the market can um, exist from you know day one. But then also, whatever your profession might be or your or your work takes you, see where the intersections are. AI is something that is disrupting every industry. And so, where are the areas that this can add to your productivity? Where, where are the areas that this can help you increase your output at work? And, uh, and then from there, be able to sort of develop that perspective and Create, um, you know, like possibilities for sort of like where you want to sort of like uh, intersect with it.
1: Got you. This is Reality Check, and I'm Tanya Pendleton, and I am here with Akayeme Bajulaye. He is the founder of Pentridge Media, and we're talking about artificial intelligence. And so let me ask you then, what are some of the current AI tools that we can use and start to integrate and work with and get a better sense of how it may be helpful to us? Yeah, so
0: I, I'll say the best place to start is it's definitely chat GPT, and that's what you know most people who have like a we looked at some of these conversational AI tools have used.
1: Now tell that's, us what chat GPT is for folks who don't know. So chat GPT is a it's a large language
0: model and it uh deals with prompting. And so it's literally like uh being able to have a conversation with uh you can almost look at it like a person, but it's uh an uh, artificial intelligence. You can Prompted, prompted is prompting is really uh, creating either uh, some sort of question or a statement Mm -hmm. that you submit into like a a search bar that will then provide you with a response. But the way it looks like in uh, application is like having like a text conversation um, on on a website. And so
1: so what do I if I'm interested in using ChatGPT what do I have to do do I have to download an app is it a website how do I uh work with ChatGPT in the first place
0: So you can download they have an app they have uh there's also a website uh if you google OpenAI mm-hmm. you can create a ChatGPT account and from there it's it's almost it feels like using Google okay. and uh, and and it's it's very straightforward like when when you're on the application you'll you'll learn that it's very straightforward and you you literally can have a conversation back and back and forth and the easiest way to start is for day-to-day tasks that you might manually do if you have a uh an email to write or if you are looking to go get groceries from the store you can type you know you can use it to um type in what kind of groceries that you're looking to get if you go to the gym and you work out you can use it to help you you know figure out your workout plan and it'll give you that information back that's a great starting point and then from there you can start to go deeper into the the rabbit hole of ways that it could really uh make your life more uh, efficient
1: you know why is this different let's say if you're saying uh, a workout why is this different from me just going on youtube and and seeing somebody actually showing me the workout that they're doing and copying it from there
0: so i, I think what's very cool about ChatGPT and a lot of these ai tools is how it's able to connect already existing uh tools that exist as well mm-hmm. and so for example, ChatGBT in the, uh, a few weeks ago we launched the GPTs which are basically like custom versions of ChatGPT that anyone can create developers and non-developers and basically these G, these custom GPTs are um ChatGPTs for a very specific task and what's very interesting about them is that you can it enables you to connect ChatGPT with third party applications and so you can connect chat gbt to your fitness app for example you can connect chat gbt to youtube you can connect chat to other applications and so whereas if let's say you were to use the example of let's say going on youtube and uh and looking for like a workout uh, a particular workout you can now go on to chat gbt where maybe the the workout itself has been uh you know figured out for you mm-hmm. like the, plan has been figured out for you and then you can type into to GPT to bring you the specific workouts from youtube mm-hmm. and so it'll and it'll it'll bring bring it all to you so you can kind of look at it almost as like an assistant okay. that is saving that is saving you time and uh, and so that's one of the very cool, you know, very cool things about it.
1: So it sounds like it's it's kind of a way to bring various elements that you're already using together. So if you type into chat ChatGPT and can connect that then to YouTube or to Instagram or to Fit My Fitness Pal or any of these apps, then that kind of just as you said saves you some time, so that you don't have to go to each one of those things and pull out the information. It will do that for you.
0: Absolutely. From the automation from the automation angle of things, that is that is one of its functions. But then from the it being a large language model, the fact that you can if you are building your resume or if you are writing an essay, it can also assist with uh with some of those um, types of tasks as well.
1: So is your recommendation then, if you are someone who is curious about how, uh, for, for example, I use Grammarly as a writer and Grammarly is really an artificial intelligence tool. I didn't even, the, the interesting thing about artificial intelligence, some of us don't realize we're already using it. So if you are using Grammarly, you're using artificial intelligence. So for me, I was using Grammarly and then I was like, oh, wait a second, that's artificial intelligence. I'm already integrating that into the writing. Work that I do because it just helps you pick up mistakes in the same way, let's say, uh a, the spelling and grammar corrector in Microsoft Word might do, but this is just another step to help you do it and do it all in one place because you can put it right in your your text as you're doing it and it will help you word things a little bit better and all of that, so that's one of the things. Do you recommend that people start out with something like ChatGPT and then go on uh, to exploring more about the different ways that uh, uh, artificial te- intelligence can be used in other areas? Is that just a great entry point?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, so I would say it's, it's very, it's definitely a, a very good entry point. And to your point, Tanya, artificial intelligence isn't necessarily something that's new, right? Like we already use it in, in different ways. Even when you think about like Amazon Alexa or Siri on um, on your iPhone, these are also forms of like artificial intelligence. And now I'd say these large language models, because of how much they've been able to help with increasing productivity, um, that's I say one reason why it's, um, really come into the fold, um, more. But yeah, I mean, I look at ChatGPT as sort of a, a great starting point for people, uh, especially that's also one of like, the reference points, but you have other tools, um, that are, are worth looking at. I like fireflies.ai is a great one where it's a, it's a note taking tool that it'll take your notes for you while you're in the meeting. I just Um, heard
1: about that yesterday. I was at dinner last night and someone mentioned it and she was saying that she can uh, be at a Zoom meeting but not actually have to be there and it will take notes about what happened in the meeting. And I was like, wow, we've come to this pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been in meetings where maybe I was, uh, the the AI tool got to the meeting before I did. (laughs) So... (laughs) And so the person i was all with thought they were speaking to me at first and <laughs> they didn't realize like it was it was this tool that you know kind of like an assistant that's there and um you know taking notes
1: got it well so chat gpt fireflies anything else that we should uh consider
0: yeah chat uh fireflies is is great um for if you're into content and i would say uh, descript is also really good it's great for and and uh for transcribing, it's really good for transcribing um the information. I would also take a look at Zapier. Uh Zapier is an automation tool. Uh it's been a- around, but what's great about it when it when you combine it with AI tools like Chat or um or like a script or even like a Fire Fireflies is it kind of ends up being a glue that can connect these
1: different tools together. And is that Zapier, Z-A-P-P-I-E-R? Z-A-P-I-E-R. Got it. Thank you so much. Well, Akinyemi Bajulaye, thank you so much. Pentridge Media, we can find you at Pentridge Media, that's P-E-N-T-R-I-D-G-E media.com if we have any more questions thank you so much for being with us on reality check today we appreciate it no,
0: thank you. no thank you i appreciate you having me and i also just tell people that i have a newsletter um called uh, the pinterest newsletter and that uh you can check out at pinterestmedia.beehive.com
1: wonderful i'm gonna sign up for that thank you